It was a tough day for the defence, with testimony from their client's former boss, who soon after last year's incident labelled the actions of Derek Chauvin as murder. This exchange with prosecutor Stephen Schleicher dealing with Chauvin's knee on Floyd's neck and police chief Medaria Arredondo. Is what you see in Exhibit 17, in your opinion, within Minneapolis Police Departmental Policy 5-300 authorizing the use of reasonable force? It is not. And why not? That is, that is, uh, it has to be objectively reasonable. We have to take into account uh, the circumstances, information, the threat to the officer, the threat to others, um, and we, um, the severity of that. Uh, so that is not uh, part of our policy, that is not what we teach, and uh, that should be condoned. When do you believe or do you have a belief as to when this restraint, the restraint on the ground that you viewed, should have stopped? Once Mr. Floyd, and this is based on my viewing of the, the, the videos, um, once Mr. Floyd had stopped resisting, and certainly once he was um, uh, in distress and trying to verbalize that, um, that, that should have stopped. Aradondo testified that there was a reasonableness approach from the officers in trying to initially get Floyd under control within the first few seconds when he was brought to ground, but that when there was no longer any resistance and when it was clear that Floyd was no longer responsive, with hands cuffed behind his back and face down on the ground, that the level of force being applied should have ceased. He said the actions of Chauvin were in no way, shape or form, part of their policy or training, nor their ethics or values. Did you see the defendant uh, or any of the officers attempt to provide first aid to Mr. Floyd? I did not see any of the defendants try to attempt to provide first aid to Mr. Floyd. And based on these observations, uh, do you have an opinion as to whether the defendant violated MPD departmental policy 7 350 by failing to render aid to Mr. Floyd. I, I agree that uh, the defendant violated our policy in terms of rendering aid. Testimony from the ER doctor, Dr. Bradford Langenfeld, who tried to resuscitate Floyd for 30 minutes, said he received the victim in cardiac arrest, here in conversation with prosecutor Jerry Blackwell. Was your leading theory then for the cause of Mr. Floyd's cardiac arrest oxygen, oxygen deficiency? That was one of the more likely possibilities. I felt that at the time, based on the information I had, it was more likely than the other possibilities. And, and doctor, is there another name for death by oxygen deficiency? Asphyxia is a commonly understood term. Floyd was found to have had methamphetamines and the synthetic opioid drug fentanyl in his system as the defense sought to draw a direct line from those effects and his demise. Eric Nelson is the defense attorney. You were discussing hypoxia kind of being consistent with asphyxiation, right? Correct. Hypoxia is the lack of oxygen to the brain, correct? Correct. And um, there are many things that cause hypoxia that would still be considered asphyxiation. Agreed? Correct. Drug use. Certain drugs can cause hypoxia. 
Agreed? Yes. Specifically fentanyl? That's correct. How about methamphetamine? It can. Combination of the two? Yes. The trial judge will rule later this week on whether Floyd's associate, Maurice Lester Hall, who was with him during the deadly arrest, would testify. Hall indicated he would invoke his Fifth Amendment rights not to incriminate himself, particularly around their alleged drug use. I'm Shervin Bryspies in New York.